Hello, everybody. Welcome to Shamanic Philosophy. This is Adam. Thanks so much for joining. Um, if you've been following the podcast since the beginning, uh, all of six months ago, you know that this is the, uh, this is the, third, the third iteration, right? We started out with the E3 podcast and moved to the Next Factor podcast, and now our, our third, and I assure you, final iteration is Shamanic Philosophy. The entire platform will be built around the Shamanic Philosophy brand, and I'm really happy that, that that title finally came to me in a moment of clarity, and it won't be changing again. So go ahead and bookmark uh, the Shamanic Philosophy website. All the, uh, the E3 Talk, Nick's Factor, and Shamanic Philosophy are all going back to the same website uh, at uh, shamanicphilosophy.com. Uh, bookmark it. Uh, Shamanic Philosophy is also the uh, YouTube channel name, and shamanic.philosophy is the Instagram name. So uh, I recommend you follow on everything. Uh, I can tell you right now that the Instagram has the most content. I'm really happy with the way the Instagram account has been going. So if you want to get a good idea of what the, uh, what the show is going to have to offer and kind of what the content of the overall community is going to look like uh, in the next few months or the next year, I, I would say the Instagram account is already pretty well up to speed. Uh, of course, it's in sort of small segments and pictures and memes and stuff like that. But uh, the, the feedback that I've been getting on the, on the Instagram is awesome. And so if you have an Instagram account, make sure that you pause this right now and hop on there and, and find me at uh, uh, shamanic.philosophy uh, there on Instagram. So thanks so much for that. And everybody who follows on there, uh, the, follower, uh, the follower base has just gone through the roof um, you know, in, in terms of where we were and where we are now. And that's just going to keep growing. So thank you to everyone who's contributed with, with following and sharing uh, posts and all that stuff. I, I got to say, I do love Instagram. Instagram is so much fun. You know, you don't have a bunch of crappy news like you do on Facebook, and it's not just a, a streaming news feed like it is on, uh, on Twitter. I, I really like Instagram. Uh, it seems to be a little bit more artistic and a little lower volume, and you can kind of pick and choose what you want. So go find us on there. Anyway. Moving on to today's awesome episode about witchcraft. So, have you ever had an experience with witchcraft before? I don't know if you have, but I hadn't. And uh, if you would have even talked to me about witchcraft or asked, asked me about it a couple years ago, um, I, 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 I couldn't have taken that seriously. It, it wasn't something that I understood to be a thing at all in the real world. But... Uh, I had this interesting experience where I, I finally started to open up to the idea that maybe uh, it, would be a, it would be an interesting experience to go visit a psychic and go get a psychic reading done. So I did that, uh, and I looked up a psychic online and uh, looked all around town for the one with the best reviews. And I found one that had like way more reviews than everybody else, right? Like 25 reviews, all of them were positive except for like one or two. And, uh, you know, n no other psychic in, in, in the area had anything like that. So figured it was obviously a good idea. Of course, I would realize later in, in, in my ignorance, uh, my naivete at the time, I would realize later that, that those, those reviews were pretty much all bought and paid for except for the, the negative ones, which is, which is interesting and relevant, and I'll get back to that in a minute. But so, so I show up at this lady's house and we go in and we do this, uh, we do this, um, this reading, you know, she, she reads my palm and, and then starts laying out tarot cards. And now obviously 
growing up in a in a uh, a Christian setting, not so much a household, but but the environment that I was in in the Bible Belt, you know, I knew that this was something that uh, Christian people were were really against, and this was a sort of a satanic thing. But being uh, sort of a Gnostic and a, and, and a shamanic person in my own right, uh, you know, I, I didn't see this as as satanic at all. I just had limited experience with it, or virtually no experience, other than what I had read. And so I wanted to check it out, and I was curious. And what I what I saw was, in a nutshell, is is this. Here's what witchcraft is, and really here's how metaphysics work uh, when they're applied uh, to do, I guess, to do good or bad. Um, but my experience was uh, someone who was trying to accomplish something negative. And uh, this lady was a uh, a short, um, overweight, very unhealthy looking. Um, you know, her skin was unhealthy. She was coughing and wheezing and panting, and it was just it was it was so gross. And uh, and I thought, man, this just doesn't look or feel like a person who's really positive. She doesn't seem like someone who exudes a lot of love or tries to put love and positivity out into the world. And you know, you you, you develop a sense of of things like this whenever you're you're deep into into metaphysics and shamanism and and this type of thing. And a lot of people obviously have a lot better sense of it than I do. But so this lady just struck me right off the bat as somebody that wasn't that she seemed illegitimate, because I don't really know what a legitimate psychic should seem like or feel like. But she didn't feel positive. She didn't feel loving. She didn't feel like she was full of light. She felt uh, very different from that. So we started doing this reading. And then uh, she read my palm, and I, I really didn't have much to much to say or much feedback there. And then she started laying out tarot cards, and I I never you know had this done before, but I understand a little bit about tarot and Kabbalah and and the I Ching and stuff like that. So I kind of had an idea of what was what was going going to happen here. And uh, coming from you know sort of a skeptical worldview for most of my adult life, um, you know, kind of a Christian childhood. Uh, always looking for answers in religion, and then a very skeptical, scientific, left-brain, Richard Dawkins, Sam Harris sort of uh, skeptical worldview for most of my 20s, and then the last couple of years, really just diving deeply into a lifelong study of, of world religions and spirituality and shamanism and, and stuff like that, and, and just trying to go a whole different road and see how, see how that goes, and uh, definitely found the truth there. But so I understood kind of what she was going for. And she wanted to elicit a response from me when she would lay down a card and say, "Well, this card says that you're going to be uh, you're going to be rich one day, or you're you're going to get a lot of money in the mail soon, or or, or something like that." And she was expecting to elicit a response from me, and based on that response, she would know if I valued money, if that's what excited me, or whatever. And I I, I poker faced her the whole time, and it was driving her nuts because I could see her looking at me to try to get a response out of me. And then, you know, I guess maybe just by reading my sort of cold, stone-faced, you know, posture, uh, you know, she, she looked at me and she said, she laid down a card and she looked right at me and she said, in a different tone of voice than she had been talking in, she said, you hurt people. And I kind of stopped and I looked at her and I was like, what the hell? What do you mean? And then she dug in deeper and she goes, you hurt people. And she just glared at me. She had this deep stare. And, uh, and I, I was like, she, she even in the moment, I, I thought she really thinks she has a foothold here. Like she, she is trying to tell me that I hurt people in my life 
And I want to pause right here and just say that there are a lot of people and some maybe people listening here or maybe maybe you know some people who if they were in my chair at that moment, you know, they would have felt a deep stabbing sense of guilt uh, about this, right? Like someone just sits there and, and, and they believe that it's a psychic that they're talking to. They believe this person can see something inside of them. They can see their past or whatever. And so when, when that person that you put on that pedestal, uh, a lot of people would say, wow, I have hurt some people in my life. She's right. I'm a bad person. Because a lot of people struggle with guilt. They struggle with self-hate and self-loathing. And I've even got people in my family that are wonderful, amazing people, my friends, amazing, wonderful human beings, some of the best people I know, and they struggle with self-loathing. And I actually think that the more right-brained and, and loving and openly uh, expressive with their love that, that, that people are, the more likely they are to be self-loathing uh, without understanding truth, obviously. But so, so she tried to dig into me and, and say, you, you hurt people. And it was this sort of evil little implant, you know, um, she was trying to implant this. And I caught it right away, and I thought, this is interesting. So anyway, we got through the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I was so open-minded to this whole experience that I, I, I really, I wasn't trying to shut her out or anything else. But I, I knew that she was trying to, to dig into some certain things and, and get a response out of me. And I, I didn't want to do that. Um, but so I just started talking to her about the, uh, the lifestyle of a psychic, right? And kind of told her that I was, I was sort of newly digging into a lot of this esoteric stuff again after, you know, most of my adult life, not really uh, digging super deep, but, but growing up being fascinated with the occult and, and with esotericism and, and with world religions and mythologies and, and uh, uh, all the, the ancient, ancient wisdom stuff. Told her that I had recently, kind of the last couple of years, kind of cracked this egg open again, and and started talking to her about the lifestyle of a of a psychic or a shaman or a whatever. And she informed me that she was a witch, uh, which made a lot of sense at that point. And uh, and then she started talking to me talking to me about the money that could be made doing this, right? To be in being a psychic and the money you can make. And and she just I, I started getting her talking and just sort of instituted, you know, I guess old old sales training, right? Just get them talking to you instead of the other way around. So I did that. And, and everything kept coming back to money. Everything kept coming back to money or, or uh, status with her. It was, it was, she was just totally, you know, obsessed with, with, with money and eaten up with it and, uh, and with a sense of judgment. So one of the other things that she said when she laid down a, a tarot card, she said, you have somebody in your family that wants to do you harm, that's judging you, that's watching you from a distance, and they want to do you harm, uh, which, is a, which is one of the most generic statements you could possibly make, right? I mean, if you, if you walk, in, walk in the door somewhere, uh, you know, if you have, if you have any, you know, if, if you're presentable at all as a human being, there, there's someone close to you who's judging you, right? So this is a super generic statement, and most people would be aware that they have someone like that in their family, and so then you know, they would think that this lady has some sort of insight into their life, uh, which is the claim that she's obviously trying to make. So she says, you know, I've got someone in my family trying to judge me. And then she says, you're being watched by someone you don't know. You've got people following you or people watching you, right? So again, she's, she's fear-mongering. She's trying to implant these, these ideas. She can see that I'm thinking deeply about things. 
so you can see that I'm on a mission here. I'm on a quest, uh, you know, to, to learn something about this experience. And, and maybe I struck her as somebody who is susceptible to that sort of paranoia, but she certainly tried to instill that sense of paranoia in me. And so, in a nutshell, what I, what I walked away from this experience with a psychic, with this witch, which is what I would call her. She wasn't, she's not psychic in, by any definition, as far as I could, I could tell. Um, she understands chromotherapy and aromatherapy, and she was able to make some determinations about my personality based on the clothing I was wearing, because, uh, you know, clothing is a great expression. Uh, you know, the, the colors that you pick to wear and how you wear those colors and how you, you know, present yourself, that stuff is all completely legit. If you haven't looked into that type of thing, aromatherapy with, with smells and whatnot around your house, that works. Chromotherapy with light and the colors that you wear, the sheets you sleep on, that stuff all works. Uh, oddly enough, she actually kind of gave me some advice there that was interesting that I've looked into and was good. But uh, all in all, she was a pretty, pretty decrepit little lady and uh, did not want to do me any favors. She wanted to instill fear and doubt and all that stuff. Um, so then, as I as I I noticed that as we talked and I wasn't phased by her negative uh, all the all the negativity and all the implantations and everything that she was attempting and failing at, she was getting increasingly uncomfortable with me. She was getting less and less comfortable with me being in her home, and I was so fascinated with the whole the whole situation. Right here, I am this this naive sort of newly awakened person. Um, with a with a ton of framework and, and academic background behind me as far as you know reading and researching this stuff for for thirty years, but no experiential uh, you know no personal firsthand experience with this stuff, and so I, I'm totally fascinated with it, and I'm I'm just talking her ear off, and I'm I'm getting her to talk, and I'm I'm asking a hundred questions about you know how she read the Emerald Tablets and what does she know about you know Hinduism and and what does she know about the I Ching and I, I'm so excited to have someone to geek out with this stuff that I totally ignore and overlook the 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 whole the situation, right? Like how her attitude is and how her mood is toward me. And so uh, I tell her, I'm like, hey, you know, I'll uh, if any of the stuff that you forecasted comes true, I'll I'll give you a call. You know, um, sorry if I seemed you know like that. None of that stuff applied to me, but you know, if anything does happen that that, that rings a bell, I'll I'll give you a call and let you know. Because um, nothing she said applied to me because I stone faced her the whole tarot reading, right? So uh, when I told her that I would call her back and let her know if any any of the forecasted stuff actually happened, uh, man, she just looked panicked. She's like, "Oh no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You just you know, you don't have to call me. Just uh, good luck with everything. Have a nice life. You know, get the hell out of my house." So I go home and I talk to talk to my girlfriend about this and and uh you know she's a lot more adept than I am as far as reading um especially female intentions but I you know but people's intentions as it pertains to judgment and negativity and stuff I I tend to not see the negativity in people as well in a lot of cases I can kind of pick apart when people are uh are arrogant or overly confident and stuff like that but but uh, you know, Ashley has, has struggled with, you know, her, her own sort of, you know, uh, self-doubt and, and things like that in the past and, and overcome them to a tremendous, unbelievable degree 
But throughout, but over the course of that journey, she's learned how to perceive when a person is struggling with that, or when a person is exhibiting symptoms of that that self loathing or that judgment, uh, or, you know, or whatever. And so I, I just ran through the the whole the whole experience with her, and she just looked at me, and she's like, "You realize what she was doing? I mean, she she was what you see in others is a reflection of yourself." So you know, all of her stuff uh, telling me that you know I would have money and that someone was judging me and all this and you know, then re, excuse me, then recounting, uh, I just burped and it smelled like wheatgrass. That was terrible. So, uh, the, uh, the whole story about, you know, talking to this lady at her, at her house and how she was talking about money all the time and about how she could make so much money doing this. And she had like a, I forget what it was, some kind of a, some kind of a fat burning machine in her, in her house that she was going to start, uh, she was franchising, I guess, or something. And she was going to start charging people to come do this fat burning machine. And she was talking about how much money it was going to make her. And it just seemed like a really odd conversation to have with a stranger, especially somebody who's coming to pay you money for a service at your house. But after dissecting all this stuff, it became completely obvious to me, right? That if, if certain people had been in that room instead of me and had had the ideas implanted successfully that this this lady was trying to implant in my head right that she would have held a tremendous amount of power over these people right saying things like you hurt people you know you hurt a small animal at some point when you were a kid you have someone watching you you have a family member trying to judge you and they want to hurt you i mean things that would that most people have in their lives, right? Ironically, I'd never heard a small animal when I was small other than hunting, right? Which I, I'm not buying that that was, that was anything that she could have grabbed onto. And uh, don't have anybody in my family judging me any more than anyone else in any other family does. And I just happen to have a really gnarly family uh, that I'm very close to, right? So then she tried to expand that claim out to, well, it could be a cousin that you don't know that well that's judging you. Well, I don't even know any, anybody that I don't know closely in my family. So the whole thing fell apart. But it became clear that she was trying to implant these ideas. And this would work with a lot of people, right? And I realized that she was trying to effectively put a curse on me uh, by implanting this stuff. And it really struck a chord when I went back and read the reviews. And this, this blew my mind. On the reviews on her website or on the, the, the Google reviews or whatever, uh, there was a lady that had gone to visit her. And uh, when she called to set the appointment, um, or I guess when, when, when she went in for the appointment, this, this lady told her she was going to get involved in a car accident. And the lady ended up getting involved in a car accident. And after having my experience with her, you know, I, I just, I, I can't help but feel certain that that lady would not have gotten into a car accident if this lady hadn't implanted these ideas in her head. And so I guess this was a turning point for me, you know, after having, uh, having sort of woken up maybe a month before this or something like that and really being open to a lot of new experiences, uh, but still being pretty discerning. You know, I, I, w I was able to see that, that, that this is very much a thing. Witchcraft is a thing. Putting curses on people is a thing. It just isn't quite as woo-woo and, and potions and rat tails and bat wings. It, you know, may maybe there is something to that, right? I'm sure there probably is, knowing what I know at this point. 
but you can put curses on people just by understanding psychology. And that's because, uh, like that, uh, that, that Japanese water study where they studied the, the effect of words on, on glasses of water, on water particles, you know, the words that you speak, uh, they carry energy. They are energy. All sound is energy. All things are sound. Everything is energy. So when you implant and you know how to effectively implant a curse into someone's mind, you know, you can make things happen, right? And uh, science is starting to show, uh, to show this in a lot of different dis- disciplines and areas. So uh, witchcraft is a thing. Uh, putting curses on, on people is a thing. And, you know, we've been watching some movies and reading books and, and then just uh, even some documentaries and seeing how when people say things a certain way, I mean, things that have nothing to do with witchcraft or curses or any of that stuff, but just basic psychology or, or sales movies, watching Mad Men, you know, you start to understand how to implant thoughts into the unprepared or unprotected mind. Right, and this is a sort of a mild form of a curse, but in a lot of cases could probably be disastrous. And again, I'm telling you, if if, if there are certain people that I know well that if they would have been in that room with that lady, they would have been completely vulnerable to uh, to her 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 negative attempts, um, and 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 she would have had a tremendous amount of of power over them. Right, like maybe not mind control, but she could have affected tremendous tragedy. I think in their lives. And really, really enhanced a lot of self-hate. And, and again, I still think that she probably caused this car accident uh, from this lady on, on the reviews uh, uh, on, on Google or whatever. So, you know, so at this point, once I leave, leave her house, you know, I'm, I'm processing all this. Uh, and I go home and I take a bunch of mushrooms and I, I want to really dive deep into the cosmic background of what was going on. Uh, in my encounter with this lady, and, and what goes on with other people like this, right? Are, are, are all psychics or whatever, are they all bad? Are they all trying to do these things? I'm convinced that she's very, very bad. There's a lot of ne- negative energy going on here. But I'm wondering, is everybody like that? So go home, take uh, five or six grams of mushrooms, start thinking about stuff. And, uh, you know, when I, when I get up the next morning, uh, I have this this sort of vision in my mind, this this poem that comes to me, or this prayer that comes to me, and uh, as it usually does happen um, when I'm sort of in that that post psychedelic experience sort of mind state, uh, I tend to create a lot of art and and um, uh, especially poetry and, and drawings and stuff like that. So I I put together this um, this this prayer. Uh, which is what I would call it. It's sort of a, a poem, but it's a prayer of, refl- of reflection against, uh, against people who would do you harm or wish you harm or try to put curses on you. And you know, whether, you, whether you buy into the witchcraft thing or not, I can tell you that this, uh, this poem is definitely coming from a place in my spirit uh, that's a very powerful place. It's a very well-lit place. Uh, it's, it's, it's very much full of light and love and truth. And understand that that there is a warfare there is there is there is a battle taking place on this earth and in the spirit realm between the forces of good and evil and science can call these negative mindsets and positive mindsets or whatever but the the words of your mouth do have an impact on everything that they touch and everything that they they pass through and so i sort of i guess i wrote this this poem this prayer uh, as a means of protection against this negativity so I'm going to read this for you guys. I appreciate you listening. I hope that this helps or enlightens someone in some way. And if you ever need protection from, from evil spirits or someone trying to put a spell on you or someone just trying to cause negative 
disharmonic ripples in your life, um, please use this and understand that this is coming from a place of deep power uh, and deep light and love and truth. And I believe that, uh, that, that the words in this poem, uh, which did not come from me, uh, they came from a much deeper place and a much deeper, uh, a much deeper being. I absolutely believe that these words have, have power over evil, and they have the power to protect you from it. So give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Here we go. I've traveled the abyss, battled demons and been torn to bits. My body ripped apart from within, my mind all but shattered and lost. Adrift in the empty black expanse, through focus I reformed my mind. With thought I willed my body whole and filled my soul with light in that space beyond time. I faced death and live again. I became the shining sun that terrorizes darkness. Through eons in the black of space to the light I now return to bring justice to the wicked with the promise they will burn. Guardian of truth, wielder of the sacred flame, I am the messenger of the sun. I am with me, I see all things, yet I fear none. I am come to break the dark and bring the dawn. Let all curses be reflected to the caster. Let fear instilled retreat into the hearts of the wicked. Let truth shine into darkened souls and bring them terror for the days to come. For the end of the darkness fast approaches, and its forces cower before the blinding light of the sun. I am the shield that guards the souls of men. My wrath is terrible, my power is boundless. Thy curses be thine own, thy judgment be thine throne. In the face of my protection all wretched demons be gone. The breath of the wicked falls shallow in his breast, his flesh will soften and decay. His mind be haunted by his own demonic spirits, his eyes will fade and melt away. The light will blind, the truth will bind, and no peace will the wicked find. Darkness flees before the light. Let the righteous rejoice, let the wicked wither, for the dawn cometh. So speaketh the white messenger, the spirit of truth, the embodiment of Metatron, the end of darkness cometh.